Have you ever been stressed after a long day and wanted to relax by doing a repetitive task over and over again? Then you should try PCR. Maybe you'll be doing the same one for the rest of the month. PCR stands for polymerase chain reaction and is used to amplify a small amount of DNA into a huge amount. You can use it on linear or circular double-stranded DNA. There are three steps. First is denaturation, which is a hot step to separate the two strands of template DNA. Second is annealing, which is a cooling step to allow the RNA primers to bind to the template. Because you have two strands you want to duplicate, you will need two primers, a forward primer which binds to the sense strand in the beginning, and a reverse primer which binds to the antisense strand at the end. Third is extension, a step at the perfect temperature for DNA polymerase to make a complementary strand. These steps will cycle, each time creating a new copy of your DNA. To do PCR, you get one of these, some of these, some of these, and one of these. And usually, since you'll run more than one PCR tube at a time, you'll create a master mix to distribute. Recipes for PCR mixes vary depending on the kind of DNA polymerase you use. Find the appropriate recipe and multiply it by the number of tubes you will use to make a master mix, plus one or two extra to account for surface tension related loss. We recommend using paper or an Excel table for your multiplication. Dump everything, not your primers, into a 1.5ml tube, and make sure to keep your enzymes on ice and add your largest amounts like water first, pipette or vortex. Now aliquot this into each of your tubes and very carefully add the appropriate primers that you want for each. You might want to close the caps after each one so you don't lose count. Finally, put it into the thermocycler and run your cycles. Great, now we're done. Wait two hours and get the product and then run it on a gel to see if you get a band at the length of the sequence that you want to amplify. Okay, never mind. Literally nothing worked. What happened? These are primer dimers, a diffuse spray of tiny sequences at the end of your gel, which are your primers that have annealed to each other. This means your primers cannot bind to your DNA. Check if you screwed up your primer design. Before doing your bench work, unless you want to do it manually for some reason, you need to use a wizard to design a good primer. For example, to do this in Benchling, select the sequence that you want to amplify and open the primer designer on the toolbar on the right. You need to be careful with a couple properties of your primer. First, make sure it's a good length, between 18 and 22 base pairs. Too short of a primer means it can literally bind anywhere, and too long makes it difficult to bind. Second, pick a good primer melting temperature, also known as TM. This is the temperature where one half of a DNA duplex would be bound, and is basically where hybridization just starts. The best primers are known to have TMs around 50 to 60 degrees Celsius. Your annealing temperature is around 5 degrees below the TM. Third, give it a GC content of 40 to 60%. Excessive GC pairs will make your primer stable and hard to denature. And finally, make sure your forward and reverse primers have TMs within 5 degrees of each other, and make sure that they don't have large complementary regions. Furthermore, polymerases are built differently, and you need to appease them. TAC polymerase, the classic one you learn about, is actually a little bad with an error rate of 1 in 3500. If you're doing PCR on something that will be used in an assembly, use a high fidelity polymerase like Fusion or Q5 that's less likely to include mistakes. Polymerases like different extension temperatures and as a result, you need to design primers with certain TMs that they would prefer. 
The company that provides your polymerase will usually have an online calculator that provides the appropriate TM for your given polymerase and primer. You should always make sure the annealing temperature given by the calculator makes sense with the TM of your primer. Once you have new primers, you can run a temperature gradient PCR set to run different annealing temperatures across the rows in intervals of 2-5 to five degrees to verify the actual optimal annealing temperature. The predicted temperatures by calculators aren't always right and seeing it for yourself can be an essential pain saving step. Now that you have the best thermocycling protocol for your reaction, you can use PCR for a lot of things. You can lift useful sequences off of genomic DNA to use for assembly. You can run colony PCR after plating your assemblies, where successfully amplifying a part that you tried to add reports which colonies were successfully transformed. Or even do overhang PCR, where you have a primer with an extra long overhang and use it to add sequences like restriction sites to the ends of your linear DNA. Make sure to have fun PCRing! There's no such thing as a not fun PCR.